Yo, thank you for listening to the podcast with Randy and Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Let's get into it. Get it. Um, is this thing on? Hopefully it's on. Oh, yeah, it is on. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to episode 10 of the Randy and Jeff podcast. Currently no Jeff, but we have a guest here. And that guest is my guy, A Swagger. What's going on, man? Ace Lamarty, actually. Yeah, they call me A Swagger. I guess that's the new name, A Swagger, because I got on the Batman hat and I got my swag going tonight. What's good with you, Randy? It's great to have you back on again. I think if people wanted more of what we had last time, uh-huh. it was great. I think we talked about football, talked about movies. And I'm always about football talking about movies. So, you know, I got some topics that we're certainly going to expound about. And you know what else happened this week? Yeah, actually, man. starting Thursday. That's a football talk. Oh, man. College is back. Uh, I got so much I want to dive into. We're going to keep it sports. But I will say this, people. Uh, I just finished watching Power. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I know you didn't see it tonight. But I, when I tell you, man, uh, some things happened that really blew my mind. Really, really blew my mind. But listen, make sure y'all check out uh, Season 5, Episode 9 of Power. It was great. I'm, ex- I'm excited for Power. It's really looking like the wire of like the old days. I don't think you remember the wire too much. Oh, come on, man. Of course I remember the wire. Maybe the greatest uh television show of all time in my opinion mm. i think power is looking sort of like that right now and why does everybody hate Tariq? i don't know i know one thing spoiler alert did you see last week's episode i did rest in peace to that boy kanan rest kanan. in peace he's like bad he, he he pops up from the dead all the time honestly i don't even i don't even think he's gonna he's really dead honestly listen man once i seen that body bag zip up i knew he was dead <laughs> Listen now. Most time when you get that body bag, you're dead, Doc. You're dead. I don't know, man. It's, they might add like mysticism and magic to it, honestly. Hey, if they do, then it's not power anymore. It's, it's going to be uh, uh, Harry Potter or something the, like that. The, the day he returns back from the dead is the last day I will watch Power. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> but you know what we need to talk about, man. You know, we had you on my, my radio show last week, and my co host is a big time UM fan. What happened to the U tonight? They played an SEC team. Now, if you know me, I'm a huge Florida State fan, uh-huh. but my second favorite team is the LSU Tigers. My family, on my dad's side, they're all from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So they all bleed yellow and purple. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing is all SEC's. Roman football, man. Mm, 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 you mm. you can't you can't have all this swagger. It can't be anything in, on the trenches yeah. because if you want to get a good football player, they're definitely going to be in the trenches in the LSU, and they're going to be in the SEC. You got that right, man. Uh, I definitely concur with you. The U was outmatched, outclassed, outcoached tonight. Final was thirty three to seventeen. Thirty three to seventeen. I mean, and the thing that's crazy about the game, uh, did you see that unsportsmanlike hit by the DB from UM in the beginning of the game where the guy uh, used the the helmet helmet um, tackle? Right? Was that it? That was it. That was it. Yeah, I mean, especially with the NFL today and college, they're going to more safe, safer type of means for tackling, mm-hmm. um, especially with the crowning thing and the targeting. Now with college, if you're doing those type of hits, they're going to eject you from the game. Mm, 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 mm. Well, listen, man, 
from the hit to the score to the play on the field, I really don't think the U will be a top 25 team this year. Back that up. What? They're not a top 25 team? I, after what I've seen tonight, I don't think they're going to be a top 25 well, team. Well, I think LSU was underrated this year because they always have talent in Louisiana. But I think the U was overrated from what happened last year. The University of Miami was overrated because of their quote-unquote turnovers and the usage of the turnover chain. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely. certainly got that chain yanked today. It got yanked real bad. Today. That's my grandmama chain. <laughs> what you think about Bama this weekend, man? Blowing out Louisville uh, 51-14. to Man, them boys are primed for a repeat. Can you say that? Oh, of course, of course. Listen, man, I only got one thing to say. Rootie! Let's go! <laughs> man, you know, the the battle they got between uh, Jalen Hurts and Tua mm-hmm. certainly is, is, looking, is looking like it's something right now. Most definitely. One looks like a pro quarterback, and the other one looks like a um, like a great college quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tua's the quarter pro quarterback for sure. Mm. And Jalen Hurts is like a great player, but one of them had to leave. Yeah, shout out to all our followers on our Instagram page. Uh, uh, Ran, what's your uh, your ins- give the, give the people your Instagram tag? Uh, y'all can follow me on uh, Instagram at RJC Lifestyle. Um, Twitter too. I'm pretty good on there. I got a thousand followers on each. Which I'm happy about. I don't know how those thousand people follow me, honestly, because I say I'm the most boring person on like Twitter, honestly. Listen, man, you making moves, man. So you're gonna have some followers. <laughs> uh, my uh, Twitter handle is Dexter's Articles. Uh, I don't have a thousand followers like Randy do, but I do have uh, a thousand on Instagram. It's uh, Ace Lombardi on IG. Um, right, currently, right now, if you are. Looking live, we're live from both our Instagram pages, showing love. And people are wondering, they chiming in, Lombardi, why you got on a wife beater with shades and glasses? <laughs> Listen, Randy dragged me out of my bed tonight, but I told him I'd come through because he's a brother from another mother. And hey. it's always a pleasure to do this show with him and Jeff. I'm always down for doing this type of show. Uh, shout out to my guy, DZ. And also shout out to uh, G, or j Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite photographers, one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, man, you know how we do it. Uh, this is this is nothing. I just got off a eight hour shift and I'm ready to talk some sports. Let's go. Let's talk sports. Let's talk sports. Now, did you hear about Saban and what he said to Maria Maria Taylor? Actually, tell me what he said. All right, so they're talking about what happened with uh, Tua mm-hmm. and uh, Jalen Hurts, and uh, he sounded a little rough to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are like, man, Saban's a jerk. Can't he just, you know, stop being like that to her, to media people? I mean, these great coaches always are terrible with the media. You look at Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. He says nothing, honestly. You look at uh, Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Popovich is an a-hole mm-hmm. to everybody on the sidelines. Like, mm-hmm. come on. like. So Saban really isn't much different than what other great coaches are doing to the media right now. I think after being questioned by the media for so long, these guys' patience run thin. And not to say that I agree with it because we are both a part of the media and I wouldn't like somebody to talk to me that way. But if you get asked the same question over and over and over again, like you seen what happened with Doug Peterson last week when they asked him the question about Carson Wentz, if he was going to be ready for week one. Yes, sir. And he, he snapped. So I think when you ask these questions over and over and over, 
people tend to get very upset. And that's the situation in that way. And so I definitely concur as far as, you know, if I ask you a question so many times, you're bound to flip. You're bound to flip. But you know what? I mean, it's, it's, it's expected when it comes to saving. Definitely expected when it comes to saving. Just like you said. Have pop- you ever seen him, like, smile on the sideline? Shit, I've never seen Pop smile or Belichick. They <laughs> just look miserable. They're miserable in their success. Yeah, pretty uh, much. I pretty wish much. I could be miserable in my success, too. I don't think I'll ever be miserable with my success. If I was, like, super successful, like a bunch of money, are you familiar with, like, like a lot of rappers right now? Uh-huh. You know the rapper, you black youngster? Uh-huh. Who's always, like, you know, who's always flashing his money and mm-hmm. all that. I would be just like him. I will be living life just like him. Pretty much all the rappers are like that. Flexing thing. money, smiling, looking at my chains. What? All day, every day. You know that. That's how they do it. But, you know, them boys like to splurge, so that's how that goes. I'm happy for what? I'm happy for how he's living because he kind of is like a spirit, the spirit animal that I want to be like right now. Mm, mm. Well, let's jump into Auburn over Washington. Another big game this week. Yeah, Auburn beat Washington, and it was an upset. Washington was number six. Auburn was number nine. Final was 21 to 16. Are you shocked that Auburn beat Washington? Another another reason why the SEC is the best conference in the in the country. You look at um, Auburn taking care of Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington came in with the best coach mm-hmm. in the league. I mean, one of the best coaches in the conference. Mm-hmm. And um, they play uh, Auburn, who was actually a really good team, actually returning about 11 players from last year's team. And they're doing their thing. Uh, Jer- Jason Stanton uh, mm-hmm. is doing really, really good. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they got the upset. I'm happy about talking about this game coming up now. Michigan and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody didn't think Notre Dame would be as strong as they were last year. Last and, year, and they had a great team. For them to come back this year and beat Michigan to open the season, that actually will make them jump up in the rankings. How much? How many spots do you think they'll jump up from beating number 14 Michigan? Well, besides the end of the game, um, I think Notre Dame's going to jump up a few. Uh, they're going to jump up to like maybe top ten. Mm-hmm. They're already twelve. They're going to jump. They're going to jump to top ten. But the question in reference to this game is Michigan and Harbaugh. Is Harbaugh done with the blue? I think he should go back to pro. I, really? I, he hasn't shown me the same that he showed me in, in pros. I think some people have it for pros and some don't have it for college and some have it for college. Look at Saban when Saban went on a pro level. It it, it, it really really didn't work for him. And so I think it's the same for Harbaugh. I think Saban is a little bit different. It's a a different animal. Mm -hmm. Saban likes to recruit and, you know, have those – was it short sle- short sleeps and mm-hmm. long day type of guys? Mm-hmm. Pros a little bit different. You're dealing with people who have millions of dollars and they can stand up to you and be like, "What are you going to do about that?" I mean, but that, that's why I say Harbaugh is better at motivating pro players because, perfect example, um, what is Colin Kaepernick doing right now? And he did look what he did under Harbaugh. Yeah, he played his best under Harbaugh, and when they had a great running game and a great defense. Mm-hmm. He had those elements in Michigan. They've had great defenses since he's been there. Running game has been there. But they haven't beaten Ohio State. They always lose to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And you see the rise of Penn State now besides what happened this week. Mm-hmm. It's just Harbaugh could be KO in Definitely. Michigan. Definitely. I, I, I concur with you, man. I, I, If I was him, I would definitely let that go. 
But do you see him going to the Dolphins if the Dolphins were to fire Adam Keys? I think he can help the Dolphins out, but I don't know if he's going to go to the Dolphins. I wouldn't say yes or no yet because I think Adam Gase may have some. I think this year the Dolphins are going to be better than most are not expecting, even though in preseason they didn't look as good as they should. But I think they'll get it together maybe week two or week three. It's all about uh, Tannehill for the Dolphins this year. Coming into the season, uh, last season, he they said he was looking great before his injury. Mm-hmm. And they brought in Jay Cutler. We thought Jay Cutler was somebody who was going to elevate the Dolphins the teams this year. And we know what Jay Cutler is as a quarterback. He's not good. <laughs> and you right. saw what happened in the season. The Dolphins were 6-10. and 10. Jay Cutler missed a few games. And he's now a reality TV show. The thing is with the media these days, they think Tannehill is not good. I think he's not bad. I don't think he's great. I think he's somewhere in the middle. I think he's a bottom tier quarterback, though. That's just my opinion. He's in the middle. We I've seen him at his best, and he looks incredible. And I've seen him at his worst, and he just looks eh. He's an average quarterback. You know, he's going to get you eight and eight. Depend if you get if you have a great defense. You know, he can possibly lead you to maybe a playoffs. I'm not sold on Cutler. I mean, not Cutler. I'm sorry, uh, Tannehill. My biggest thing with him is one, he's not a leader of teams to the playoffs that's one and then two he can't stay healthy man well it's just la- 2016 was the first time he legit had an injury you're talking about someone who played in 2012 mm-hmm. to 2016 without any injuries mm-hmm. and you know someone who always gets beat up always gets sacks and then what happened is Calais Campbell rolls up on his leg and he has an ACL injury mm-hmm. he comes back without the surgery and then it's a freak accident. Like, a lot of these injuries that happen in football are some that happen with repetition. And others happen because they're freak injuries. ACL injuries are one of those freaking type of injuries. I don't think he's a injury-worry pers- person. I just think the injuries he had were freak accidents. I think he can come back healthier. And plus, he's an accurate guy who doesn't give up the ball. Like, if I have a quarterback, I don't need a quarterback who's going to turn the ball over. Mm, mm. Okay, okay. If I especially have a good defense in the running game. I know we don't have it here in the script, but I got to give a special shout-out to them Yellow Jackets. Okay, I see. Georgia Tech, 41-2-0. They beat Alcorn State. That was I know you know it's a black school, but at the same time, listen, shout-out to them. Listen, I, I, I covered them for four years in Georgia, so that is my team. I know a lot of people are like, well, the Georgia Tech, why not Georgia? Why not Alabama? Why, why not Georgia or Alabama? Um, well, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Uh, on, on ESPN, Philadelphia 76ers will always hold uh, uh, in Stephen A's heart. Mm-hmm. AI will always hold in Stephen's heart. Uh, uh, Brown, the coach, will always hold Larry Brown in, in Stephen A's heart. Mm-hmm. For me, that was one of my first teams I ever covered. So mm-hmm. for me in sports, Georgia Tech. Actually, but between me and you, I did start off as an FSU fan. Hey! Uh, but once I went up to Georgia Tech and I met a lot of people from the alma mater, dentists that are there, doctors that are there. They are smart people. They're very they're intelligent. And i tell you one thing, man. The hot Southern hospitality was so special that I just said I'm converting over to to the 
Georgia Tech team. So that's what it was. And the ladies in Atlanta is also pretty good. But Georgia Tech, any school that has IT in their name, mm-hmm. you're talking about like 4.0 type of people. Pretty much, pretty much. Like the future of America, doctors, lawyers, judges. Mm-hmm. Those type of people are going to those schools. So if you're don't, good don't with the, politicians, politicians, yes, yes, yes. So I respect Georgia Tech. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I like have against Georgia Tech is they still play the 1940s football, yeah. which is yeah, yeah. which is option. I know option playing. And, and the last, the last good player we had was Demarius Thomas, DT. Yeah. And uh, which we call him a clone of uh, was of um, Calvin Mark, Johnson. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. Yep. So they they've been they've been going through some rough patches. They say he's a clone of Calvin Johnson. I say he's a poor man's Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, he was the Marvin Harrison of Denver's offense when Peyton was there. That's true. That's true. He was the Marvin Harrison uh, for when Peyton was there, but. Uh, Texas got upset this weekend. I was going to say the upset of the day. Yeah. Um, Texas coming in with the new coach, Tom Hernan. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were like, Texas coming back. Mm-hmm. Play Maryland at home. Yeah. And lose. And lose 34-29. It's Texas is soft, honestly. Yeah, definitely it's, soft. It's the curse of, of – um, my my guy who just left, who's now the coach of UCF right now, Charlie Strong. Mm-hmm. Remember all that they were doubting him being the Texas coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think there is racism in Texas. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's there. But uh, I remember the boosters. And the boosters at Texas University are maybe the most wealthy in the United States. Most definitely, most definitely. So they were like, well, he's a very good coach, but he could be a position coach. Yeah, most definitely. You like, know, he was pretty good in Louisville. He was pretty good in Florida as a as a coordinator. Like To and, me, Texas has been relevant since Colt McCoy. Uh, exactly. Well, once he got injured against Bama in a national title mm-hmm. game, it's been a wrap for the University of Texas. Pretty much. Mac Brown's been retired, and he's doing good and commentating on ESPN. And Vince Young is out the league. And, yeah, they haven't really done anything of note in the last few years. Uh, there is a game tomorrow. I know uh, you want to talk about that. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Francois is back. Yes, he is. We're not playing with James, uh, James anymore. Mm-hmm. And we got a new coach, Willie Taggart, mm-hmm. who bleeds garden and gold. Yes, yes. And we play Virginia Tech. We're number 19. Mm-hmm. They're 20. They're in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, the largest brick layer place in the United States. In the United States. Uh, Dope Campbell Stadium at Bobby Bowdenfield. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen to that game? Uh, personally, I think that uh, – I have y'all winning by two touchdowns. I can't give you an accurate score, but it's it's at Florida State, and I've been to Tallahassee probably the most of any city as far as traveling in in in, in South Florida or Florida period, and those games they get pretty live. It's gonna be crazy. You're gonna have the stands and everybody doing the tomahawk chop, and you're gonna have the marching chiefs playing the song. It's gonna be crunk. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna it's gonna be all those words. Phrases roll up into one. 
And uh, with the new era, Jimbo's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with the new coach we got. And these boys got some attitude. Um, they quickly forgot that FSU has a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. And they rated them actually as a team that can possibly go 8-4 this year, which I think this team out the gate could be a 10-1 team mm-hmm. with the new coach. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, but I think FSU is going to do good against Virginia Tech. Like you said, two touchdowns. Yeah, I see two touchdown. two t- t- a two-touchdown victory also. Let's go ahead and make our way to the to the league, basketball. Yep, yep, yep. I, I'm actually excited because, you know, I'm a Braun fan. So I'm happy that they were able to get this garbage guy's contract off. <laughs> he's played one game, which is the first game when he signed his contract. Yeah, and since. he hasn't played since. Since. Getting paid good money to Ooh. ride pine. <laughs> Boy, basketball is so lucky, man. They get those they get those guaranteed contracts. Yes, everything's guaranteed. You can go ahead and sit on that pine for a couple million dollars. Listen, would you imagine me and you watching football for seven point five million a year? <laughs> wow. So he gets wait, so he gets I'm guessing the, the eighteen million dollars for the last two years, three years since he's been riding pine. Mm-hmm. And an additional seven 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 million just for saying, just for him to go away. Pretty much, yep, yep. I mean, from what I hear, they, he gave back seven million, but that was that. That's what, not even half of the contract. That means he's still going to receive ten million dollars. Ten point five million he's going to receive, which is utterly ridiculous. It's it's <sighs> basketball, basketball, basketball. basketball. Is there like one thing, especially when it, when you look at the NFL and the NBA or even the WNBA, with their their um, complaints about their pay? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the NBA has by far, well, that and the MLB, the best players association. Oh yeah, of course, of course, they take care of their players. Um, their association has their back, but you gotta also remember too, the NFL associating with the players, man. They can never get along with the owners. There's always an agreement. And then also, when you look at basketball, one thing that gets me upset with football, football makes more money, it's less games, and we can't never get it together with these players and these owners. They had to fight about splitting $9 billion in revenue. Mm-hmm. And the uh, money that they've gotten as an increase to the salary cap is only like $3 million. Yeah. Four million. When the NBA had their television deal come through, mm-hmm. it was what a big twenty million dollar surplus in money in salary cap. Pretty much the reason why Kevin Durant was able to go to Golden State mm-hmm. was because he got the extra twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Speaking of Kevin Durant, Clyde Frazier puts a asterisk next to KD's two championships. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Why are you hating, old old timer? Mm, you disagree. Well, yes. Interesting. 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 Well, listen. What I can say is this. Listen, man. I don't know. Uh, for me, I got an asterisk next to one of his championships, but not both. <laughs> I'm just. It's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Look, look. Free agency means you can go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. He had the option to go to. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He had the option to go to New York. Mm-hmm. He had the option to go to L.A. Clippers. Mm-hmm. He had the option to go anywhere because it's free. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere you want in the world. He's like, the only way that I can win a championship right now mm-hmm. is go to Golden State and play against LeBron. The only way 
I can have my legacy go up against his, him and take him on for a chance to win championships. And he did that because he was a free agent. Asterids, no, I don't care if it's Barry Bonds taking steroids, Kevin Durant going uh, going to Golden State. It's he got championships. Twenty years, thirty years down the road, when you're looking at those NBA record books, the NBA encyclopedia, what is it going to show? Just he got a ring. Exactly. Well, I I hear what you're saying, but I mean, when I listen to what the greats are saying, they've already put an asterisk next to LeBron going to Miami. So Ooh. if they're gonna put one next to LeBron, KD got one too. <laughs> I don't yeah. even think he deserves an asterisk. LeBron, about, yeah, what? But that's what they have. I mean, you notice LeBron didn't clearly get the respect for winning a championship till he won one in Cleveland. They felt like the two was like, oh, well, he went to high school, then he went to college in Miami, and then he finally won one for Cleveland. And that's when they started to put him in a class with the greats and the greats and the greats. And so for KD, I think the first year to me, only reason why I had an asterisk because it was a 73-win team. And basically he came in there, and the only time he really showed anything to me was in the finals. But last year I was definitely impressed because last year – he showed that he was the alpha of the team. Yeah. Uh, Seth Curry was like, you're the best player in the world. I need you to play like that. Mm-hmm. And he certainly did it. It's crazy looking back at it. That team in Oklahoma City, I lost to the finals to LeBron, mm-hmm. had three MVPs on it. Three MVPs. That's crazy. Three MVPs. But that also shows you how good LeBron and that Heat team was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you look at um, Russell Averaging a triple-double for two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Being an MVP. Kevin Durant having an MVP. Two finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. Oh, on LeBron. It's on LeBron's head, like I always say. And James Harding just winning an MVP. That's ridiculous. One time for scouting in Oklahoma City. Yeah, definitely. They, they definitely did a good job on scouting. Um and uh, I think that uh, they have a great team. Uh, they had a great team at one point in time. Each each player was great in their own right. Uh, probably going to go down history as one of the greatest offensive players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, since you brought that up, has KD surpassed LeBron as the greatest player in the league? No, not yet. Um, I don't think he's surpassed LeBron until he wins another championship. Because they'll be tied, and you will have three championships on LeBron. So, well, well, not actually, because LeBron's still – he's actually to the West. He's on the West right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe if he de- defeats LeBron again mm-hmm. heading to the finals and mm-hmm. he wins a third MVP, mm-hmm. uh, he would, I think, be level with LeBron. Right now, I think Kevin Durant's a top 15 all-time player. Wow, top 15. I think LeBron's a top three. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know if KD's a top 15. He's a top 20, but I wouldn't have him in a top 15. Not uh, not yet. Not top yet. 15 because of his scoring prowess. And he's seven feet tall that plays like a small guard. Yeah, but I think I can name about six centers better than KD. Well, like, if you look at small fours right now, small fours right now the, top, the top five small fours, You'll probably put LeBron one, mm-hmm. and then you'll put Bird two, mm-hmm. and then three is up for grabs with Kevin Durant and Scottie Pippen. I have KD over Scottie Pippen, but I wouldn't. I don't even got Scottie in my top twenty players of all time. Like uh, he's better than Clyde Frazier. 
I mean, he's better. He's, he was, better. Yeah, he's but, better than um, Clyde Frazier wasn't a three though. He he was a two. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, he's better than um, Clyde Drexler. Clyde was a two also. Um, I I think that James Worthy. Well, yeah, James, oh, oh, of course he's better than James Worthy. James Worthy was more of a slasher than a scorer. Yeah. Um, but. I don't even have him top 15. I mean, if you want to go in positions, then I say he's a top five small forward all time, hands down. But if we're talking about top players, I mean, it's Alex a lot. English, Kiki Vandaway, yeah. you have all those other ones. You got, you got a lot of good players who you can put up there. And then I, when I always think of centers, even though, you know, I got into argument with somebody, it was like Steph Curry is, is the top five player all time. I said, you haven't watched no. basketball. You have never watched <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I remember them first three years Steph Curry was in the league. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this guy is not what he was in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you look, when we talking about greats, you, you got to remember all the centers that played that won championships. Duncan is a power forward, but he really was a center in college with Wake Forest. But they moved him to uh, power forward yeah. because of um, uh, David Robinson. But he, he's kind of still a center, I would say. Yeah. And then you got Shaq, you got Wilt, you got Kareem, you got Bill Hakeem. Russell, Akeem. I mean, that's just seven centers alone that I would put over KD if I were building my team. Well... I like it. I like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan has had a better career than Kobe, in my opinion. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I think Tim Duncan is by far, to me, in my list of greatest players of all time, Timmy D's a top. Like power forward wise? No, I, I have three. I have no. I have, number two, actually, in my opinion. I have him one at power forward, and I have him number seven in my all time list. Wow, really? Tim Duncan. Yeah, well, okay. Here's he'll, a, he'll give you twenty. He'll give you twenty three and and tw- he'll give you twenty five and thirteen every and, every night and two blocks and two blocks. You know, and that's the thing. He plays both sides of the ball. So, and you know what I like about him the most? Why he's seven for me? Why he doesn't complain, Doc? He just plays. He's just boring. Yeah, he just plays. <laughs> There's no theatrics with him. He it's just, just boring. And, that, and that, that's why I have. Uh, but I, I concur with you. LeBron is a top three player all time. Point blank period. Who who would you who's 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 one for you? I have Jordan. Mm-hmm. I have Magic and then LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic went to eight finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has four rings, mm-hmm. and Magic was one through five before LeBron. And when I mean one through five, is he could play all five positions, mm-hmm. and he could score and he could pass. Like LeBron, like. We thought LeBron was hip hop version of like Magic Johnson, basically. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I don't even have Jordan one on my list. Jordan's two. You know, you have LeBron. Well, move. I got Magic one. Magic one. Mm-hmm. Magic one for me. Magic would be one, and uh, Kareem would be two. Kareem two. And then LeBron's three. Michael's four. Oh wow. Michael's. The, well, let me tell you what about, about Michael Jordan. I, I see a lot of things in this game that's great. Michael had the big, biggest will, but I don't think he was great as a leader of men. I felt Scotty led that team more than Michael. Michael led in scoring, but as far as telling people where to go on the court, if you ever know Scotty, Scotty was pointing people around, and that's what LeBron does. That's what Magic did. And then only reason why I got Kareem too, Jordan wasn't the greatest scorer of all time. Kareem was. I think because Kareem played forever. I remember watching him in like like old videos when they used to call him Lou Alcindor. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought Lou Alcindor in there and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were, like, two different people. Oh, of course. And they were like, no, that's the same person. Same same guy. So he's played since 1971 mm-hmm. until, like, 1980, what, 
It was like eighty eight, I think he retired. Eighty yeah. nine. Yeah, he played he played twenty years in, in basketball. But see the thing that was, was good with him was this, and that's another reason why I say Mike is not in my top uh uh three, is because Mike for Michael Jordan my biggest thing for Michael Jordan was this. Michael Jordan didn't take care of himself, Doc. He liked to drink. He liked to smoke and gamble. Yet, and, gamble. and so all these things kind of took a toll on him in his, in his playing career. Kareem took care of his body. Uh, uh, and, and, and LeBron takes care of his body. And another thing, too, the reason why I always say Magic is better than Michael, if Magic never had HIV, he would have won seven championships. I don't say yeah. He would have. He would have at least had a few of those early '90s championships. Mm-hmm. I, would, I completely agree with you on that one because I think those Lakers teams were great. Were great still. They could have lasted a few more years if it wasn't for him having HIV. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, there was also an anniversary actually a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving being traded to Boston. Mm. What are your thoughts on um, Kyrie and and his situation in Boston? Uh, I think it was actually better for his career to get under from under LeBron's shadow and also being in um being in Boston is is definitely a great town to play sports in. You know, Boston is definitely a great town to play sports in and I think that it showed a lot, but also I think that's interesting that once he left LeBron, he got hurt again. Yeah. You know, I wasn't I wasn't expecting him to get hurt. I actually wanted to see him play against LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. He has a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. I also think that you know, if he did, it was a good chance they would have beat him. Just because Kyrie, with the pieces that they had, they would have been a better team. Le- LeBron didn't have enough help, clearly, because you know you've seen what happened in the finals. He wouldn't have never beat Golden State. But he should at least won one game. And that just showed how bonehead of a move uh, JR was. Because game one was their game to win. And he, he blew that game. Here's my opinion, especially on Kyrie Irving in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, a, he's a fantastic player. Um, fantastic player. The main reason why they have a championship in Cleveland is because of Kyrie Irving. Um, his big bucking in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And also him going off for 35 a game on Steph Curry and mm-hmm. Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. But that Boston team was really good with T. Rozier, but they needed Kyrie Irving for road games. Mm-hmm. And you can see from what happened against Cleveland. Oh, yeah. They, they couldn't they couldn't pull nothing off on the road. They couldn't pull anything off on the road. And that was terrible for them, but it is what it is. Can I use the sound effect right quick? Go ahead. It's- Sounds like somebody got paid now, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Aaron Donald, OBJ, and Camille, Khalil Mack being traded and paid. Woo. Money right now in the NFL, a lot of this is, like I said, imaginary money. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about these deals? Um, Odo Beckham gets the five-year, $95 million deal with 65 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald gets a six-year, one thirty-five with eighty-seven guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack gets traded, gets the six-year, one forty-one with ninety guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about the Aaron Rodgers deal. Yeah, where yeah. he's getting one hundred and eighty million dollars mm-hmm. with I think over a hundred and ten guaranteed, and just for a signing bonus, getting eighty million dollars. It's a lot of money, Doc. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. I'm just surprised that the Raiders part ways with Khalil Mack. Talk about it. 
that makes no sense. Like, Camille Mack was their only defensive player. Now, what's going to happen on the defense with the silver and black? Who else is on that defense? I know Bruce Irving. He used to play for... Seattle. Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's the only other player I know on that defense. Listen, before you even said Bruce Irvin, I didn't even know what was going on in that <laughs> defense, man. They call it the black hole for a reason. You're going to run right up the middle. <laughs> and uh, Gruden said something today. He's like, um, this price tag was way too high. I think Gruden is out of touch with the league now. The NFL changes about three times every day three or four years or, or a decade. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't coached since, what, 2002, 2004? 2004 was the last time So, he yes, he's been a Monday night football court um, guy. But coaching is completely different. The game has completely changed. Oh, it's, it's, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. And he's in a whole heap of trouble. Terrible. Cause, because with the team he has, I'm not sold on any pieces. Marshawn Lynch is over the hill. Uh, Omari Cooper can't even catch any balls, and then they got rid of Crabtree. Who yeah, they Stone the ball Stone hands. They got Jordy Nelson, but Jordy Nelson is washed. Honestly, yeah, of course. Reason why he's not in Green Bay anymore. Um, they got nothing but thirty somethings playing other positions like Derek Derek Johnson from the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They are they're pretty bad. They're pretty old, and I don't think they're going to be any good next year. Terrible, terrible. Very they got terrible. Derek Carr, but um, like I said, I thought always thought Derek Carr was an overrated quarterback. Oh, he's definitely overrated. Uh, I don't even have the Raiders making the playoffs this year. <laughs> playoffs? I think I only think they're going to make get six wins this year. You want to know what I think? What? Lottery. <laughs> Top five pick. Yep. Top five pick. Oh, at least at least they're going to get a couple picks from the Brown. I'm um, from the Bears, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they get those picks from the Bears for Khalil Mack. Uh, the Bears defense is going to be pretty good this year. Yes, they are. Um, you look at Khalil Mack and all that type of money. Uh, they've already have um, Fuller. Mm-hmm. They already have. Um, they got some good players on that team, and they got a new, new young quarterback on there too, uh, mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Um, they drafted a couple players too this year. Uh, Roquan Smith from Georgia, mm-hmm. who was a beast. So I think that Bears defense will be good. Uh, depends on if anybody gets in trouble with the helmet to helmet targeting uh, uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Donald gets that money. He deserves it. Well deserving. Well deserving. Uh, Rich's defensive player deal in history. Uh, great. I remember watching this kid at Pittsburgh destroy Florida State's line, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, who was that guy? Mm. Um, I thought, honestly. He's the best defensive tackle in the league, no doubt. It's between him and Fletcher Cox. I think he's the best player in the league. Player. Um, I think when you look at it right now in the top 100, the best player in the league is 40-something-year-old Tom Brady. Well, actually, ESPN said that Aaron Rodgers was the best player in the league. I will give you this with Rodgers. Rodgers is the best quarterback prospect I've seen ever. Mm Mm-hmm. But when it comes to accomplishments, that is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has the best accomplishments in football, but I don't think he's the best player in football. Um, you look at what Tom Brady had. 
Tom Brady has three championships before he was God-level Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And what I mean God-level Tom Brady is when he was throwing the ball over the field, when he had Moss and Welker and mm-hmm. was throwing for like 5,000-yard seasons. But, you know, the only thing with those three championships, I, I always say this, those are the same championships with the Astros, with the uh, Deflate Gate and with, uh, not Deflate Gate, but with Spy Gate. Mm-hmm. And then also on top of that, he was a game manager, which I can't knock him for being a game manager because he still won the games and did the crucial drives. But to me. Drove him downfield. He did. But, field goals. But, but to me, I think those were the, the years when he got carried by Belichick. You could say that because the year that he got that he got injured, uh, Matt Castle came in. They were still eleven to five. Yeah, well, eleven to five that year. Not only that, I mean, let's look at the the resume of Bill Belichick. Um, for Belichick, let's just think about it. Belichick was a defensive coordinator for those great giant teams. Yeah, and the greatest player to ever play on defense, Lawrence Taylor. LT. And so when you think about that, he had to come up with that system to make LT as great as he was. And he took that same defensive mind and reflected it on the Patriots. We won't. Discuss the years in Cleveland because that was terrible when he was a coach at Cleveland. I'm sorry, a chill just went down yep. my spine because you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, he's a great defensive coach. I mean, to me, it's just like Ben and Jerry. If you eat an ice cream, everybody knows Ben and Jerry. You can't have great ice cream without Ben and Jerry. And so that's Tom and Belichick. Now, do I think Tom is the greatest quarterback of all time? He's a top two I, I, I still like Joe Money over him. Joe I just like – yeah, I take Joe Montana one, then I take Tom. Is Tom one of the greatest players who have the game? I, he's a top three player for me. Um, I have two players over him. Jerry. Uh, yeah, Jerry and LT. Jerry and LT. Yeah, yeah. Same for me too, but I, I, I like um, – I said Randy Moss is the greatest football player I've ever seen. Mm, mm, mm. Especially I, during this prime. He was the scariest player I think I've ever seen play football. Only thing with Jerry – I mean with uh, – you talking about Randy Moss? The only thing with Randy Moss is he ran two routes to the T, and you couldn't stop him. But when it was crucial times, you can stop him. I'll say Vic too, but this is Vic pre dog fighting mm-hmm. and before. Um, yeah, right when he got that contract, I th- he was the most dominant player I've ever seen. Too. Well, for me, I guess the most dominant player I've ever seen was Barry Sanders because he used to do smiley faces on the field. <laughs> I remember watching a, bear, uh, a Michael Vick thing where he went one way and then he went the other way and mm-hmm. ran 60 yards. 60 yards. And Barry Sanders used to do that all the time. Yeah, Barry Sanders is a freak of nature, honestly. Yeah. I'm, my biggest, best football game I've ever watched was Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Detroit Lions. And this is when Warwick Dunn was there. Uh, Derek Brooks was there. Warren Sapp was there. Barry ran two 82-yard touchdowns on that team. He's and, amazing. Then, and then he caught another play, and he ran. And, and the one of the 82s, went just like with Vic, he went all the way to the right. Brooks, Rondé Barber, and Sapp cut him off to the right. He did a zigzag, went all the way around the field, and went up the field for 82 yards. And this is freaking nature, man. And then he scored with one shoe on, too. Yeah, I saw that one. Mm-hmm. And they showed somebody, showed they's like, um, he, he left his shoe and John Lynch's jockstrap on the field at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one is uh, Odell Beckham. Um, five years, 95 mil, with 65 guaranteed. Uh, more money, more money, more money. How do you feel about Odell Beckham? Uh, I think he was going to get that money anyway, but uh, he has to show and prove for me. He, 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 he has had, uh, as far as what the first 
what, three, four years of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best three, four years of his career as far as a wide out. I think OBJ is a great player. I think that it's going to be interesting this year with Saquon Barkley running back, Sterling Shepard's back, and Ingram, where he has a concussion right now. But I think the Giants have a pretty good chance of an offense. So it's, let's see what you do for this contract. They are my pick to win the division this year over Philly. Mm-hmm. They're the best team because they have offense, they have defense. The only thing that was bad for them last year was health. Health was terrible. Mm-hmm. But with health, um, the health issues, players did rise to the occasion like Ingram. Uh, now they have Saquon Barkley, who I think is a fantastic player. Um, I like. I think the only issue with the Giants this year is the offensive line, if they can actually be good. Um, I do want to go into uh, the box office breakdown right quick, uh, especially um, right now. Let's go ahead and break that down. The first, um, the best movie this year, the movie I saw, a movie I love, which is Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, this week it made about $22 million in the box office. Then you got Meg, uh, which actually went over the $100 million mark. Mission Impossible Fallout with uh, Tom Cruise, Henry Cavill at number three. And then you have Operation um, Operation Finale. I haven't gotten a chance to see that one, but I've heard some good things. Searching is a movie that I think is my movie of the year. Um, number five with a uh, five million brought in this week, and about uh, you know six total. So they had a like limited release now. But my thing is uh, with Searching, which I I honestly think it's a work of art. Um, you're talking about Searching right now. Have you gotten a chance to see the movie Searching or heard about the movie Searching with John Cho? Now I haven't seen Searching, man. I, I want to get a chance to see it. Um, the only one that I've se- only ones I've seen so far in the bo- in the box office, of course, is the Meg, uh, Mission Impossible, and um, Alpha. Other than that, I haven't seen anything else. A lot of people say Black uh, Klansman was good. Did you see that? I have seen it. It's really good. Uh, my favorite movie this year is Searching. Mm-hmm. I think it's a work of art. Um, I like a Blind Spotting, but mm-hmm. that movie didn't really much get much looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happy Time Murders is funny, adult movie watching. Yeah, I got to see that. I heard that was hilarious. <laughs> um, you've seen Meg, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Meg is, Meg reached over $100 million mm-hmm. in the theater, which is crazy because I didn't expect it to do too well. Well, you know the funny thing about the Meg, for me, as from a personal standpoint, before I wanted to do what I was doing now, I actually was doing paleontologist in school. Yeah. So I did a study of all that stuff. So the only reason why I wanted to see it was would it actually look like a real-life Meg. And then I got a question for you. They actually said that they seen a real-life Meg. Megalodon? Yeah. Where? Uh, Actually, uh, over the coast of Thailand. (laughs) Maybe it was just like a well, possibly. Well, Well, I know back in 2013... There was a well that was on the side of Australia and yeah. had, had big bite marks on the side of it. So who knows? It may be really there a may meg- have been a megalodon. It may have been a megalodon. It's, they said that's like shark version of Jurassic Park. I saw the Jurassic Park movie this year. I didn't like it. Mm. But um, the meg from what I heard was like really good and it could have been more gory. Um, it, I heard. it was good. It wasn't as gory as it should have been. I mean, I think what one scene you saw, just a hand left, but other than that, you saw more killing of animals than actually people in the Meg. And so it was, it was a pretty good movie, I mean. But, you know, when you see a shark 
you see one shark, you've seen them all. I mean, if I see one in person, then I'll be a little bit more scared. Uh, I'm definitely running. I'm definitely what, running. What, what's your take on Mission Impossible Fallout? I like it was awesome. Um, somebody called it a top ten movie uh, that he's ever seen. And he's oh seen a gosh. bunch of movies. Oh my gosh! Really? I love the stunt work in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think him jumping out the plane was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think him going inside a rock is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, him running and running mm-hmm. and running mm-hmm. and running. Well, it, it definitely it shows. Great. It shows the uh, the stunt work is amazing. The, yeah, the, it, the bike the bike thing is great. Tom over fifty doing all these stunts. That's tight. He's, um, they called him the LeBron James of movies. He definitely is. Definitely is. And you know, um, they also said that uh, he's slated to play Green Lantern. I was about. I was excited about that until um, I heard about him being Green Lantern. I think he's a little bit too old to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should get somebody a little bit younger to play the Green Lantern. Most definitely, I concur. Uh, the only issue that I had with uh, Mission Impossible, they made Superman weak. Henry Cavill. He was weak. They said he had to take out a double insurance policy just to step on a rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like really, like, he was weak, man. And I didn't really, you know, it really made him weak. Like, you know, the scene, when you've seen this, you know, trailers always fool you. The mm-hmm. one scene when he was beating his chest ready to fight the little Chinese dude. And then the Chinese dude whooped him like he was nobody, man. When he, like, cocked his arms out and yeah. his mustache grew bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you, once you realize that he was nobody in that fight, that's when you knew, okay, this is not Superman. This is Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, speaking of heroes, uh, we do have a movie coming out with heroes or... Like you say, anti-heroes. Anti-heroes. That's uh, Venom. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Though. You are? I'm very excited. You did tell me that you were. Um, you think it's going to be the most um, anticipated or the best movie, comic book movie this year. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, people would say it would be um, Infinity Wars because Infinity Wars was actually good. But as a comic book fan, it's me and you. We knew what was going to happen. So it's like really... You know, I I knew it was going to happen. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, just are you going to change the storyline? Are you going to add something to the storyline? What are you going to show me? Because I've already read the comic book, so it doesn't mean anything to me. But what I can say for Venom is this. It's not the same storyline. Yeah, because not. Spider-Man had to suit first. My thing was, um, we know Venom from Spider-Man because that's like Spider-Man's, I guess, not really... Villain or his um his top tier villain because his top tier villain is Green Goblin period, mm-hmm. but um that's kind of like Spider Man's mirror villain. Mm-hmm. Like he has the same type of abilities. He's just if he's bad or good because mm-hmm. he's anti villain. Well, I think Venom is what Bane is to Batman. Yeah, because Joker is Batman's worst villain, but at the end of the day, Bane was the only one to break Batman's back, and so uh uh. We know that Venom was the first one to uncover that because of the symbiote suit yeah. that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Yeah. So it, it, it definitely took intellect for Spider-Man to defeat Venom. And we basically changed the whole storyline. The only thing I like about it is the movie is rated R. Did they really say it's going to be rated R or yeah. PG-13? It's, from what I've seen, it's rated R. That's what I've seen. I think that we're actually going to be seeing Venom biting people's heads off. I'm down for that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they said there's gonna be Z, there's there's not gonna be the uh, Venom Venom logo on his on his chest. Mm-hmm. They said it's gonna be like five different symbiotes in this movie, mm-hmm. and the guy played by Riz Ahmed mm-hmm. 
is gonna play the big the big bad in it, which I think is Raid, mm-hmm. um, which I'm excited for. But the thing is, you have a Venom movie with no Spider Man, mm-hmm. and people love Spider Man. People love love Spider Man. Well, you know why Spider Man is not in the movie. Yeah, he's he's in MCU right now. Not only that, and and Avi Rand is an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is rated it R. It is rated R. But um, you know why he's definitely not in the movie, right? Yeah, because you know, Snapchat. There you go. There you go. There you go. That, that, you gave them the answer. He snapped the fingers. I think that was what the saddest movie of that movie too. He, well, didn't, he didn't want to go. I like the movie. I love the movie, first off. Mm-hmm. I like what they did with the whole Gamora and uh, Thanos, mm-hmm. Than, being a Thanos story. Mm-hmm. More of a Thanos, Gamora, uh, Thor type of story, more mm-hmm. than the OG Avengers story. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it. But I didn't think it was all awesome until the snap happened. Mm-hmm. And then that was when everything went over the top. I think the best parts of the movie, to me, the, the people who showed the, stole the show for that movie... Thanos was one. Yeah. Thor was two. And Tony was three. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And the only reason why Tony was three, that has to be the best super suit I've ever seen in my life. The suit was dope. It, um, it did everything. I, stuff I never knew the Iron Man suit can do. And um, I thought everything with the Guardians was good. And uh, actually, speaking of Guardians, since they booted off their um, the director, mm-hmm. they, um, they put that on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they told like all the actors and everybody who worked on it to like find other jobs now until mm-hmm. they yeah, done, even much. to the point that they're doing reshoots. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised they're gonna be doing reshoots. They even said, "Do you think um, Dave Batista? Oh, do you think he's gonna come back?" Or I think return? Batista will come back. But I mean, honestly, from what I'm hearing with with, with Marvel. They're they're going different directions with Wolverine, with X Men, with all these different people. I think that after this movie, we will really see what the MCU is going to be truly about. Because I know there's another Ant Man. We know that they're coming out with the Spider Man with Mysterio supposed to be the villain. I'm happy for that. Mysterio's one of my favorite villains. Well, I'm happy that the Spider Man series clearly stopped doing Green Goblin, Electro, uh, Venom, all the same villains they threw. Because Spider Man has more villains, and I'm hoping that. With Batman, they do the same thing. Which I wanted to talk to you about, too, because we're I'm kind of tired of seeing the Joker. We've seen the Joker for about 20 years as a villain, and I know Batman has an extensive, um, extensive rogues gallery. Mm, he does. And I want to see more of those rogues. Well, I don't want to see Bane. I want to see Clayface. Yeah, you know? I, that, that's but, but you know what I think the problem is? They don't want to put the, the CG in the movie as they should, even though there was CG in Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. and there was some CG in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So they should put some CG. I think Clay Clayface would be a good villain. I want to see Black Mask. Well, I want to see... I, that's who I think is, is going to be um, the role of Oscar Isaac. Oh, really? That's what I've heard, that he's going to play Black Mask. I'm down for that. I want to see, um, I want to see, like I said, I want to see an authentic Penguin done. Mm-hmm. I want to see so many different um, Batman villains out there. <laughs> What's the one that has ketchup and mustard? Uh, Condiment King. Condiment King. I want to see Clock King. Oh, Clock King. Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, Batman has a a, a, a a sleuth of villains, man. I mean, Azrael. Where Azrael, we have uh, 
the the court of owls. You can bring them out, talent from the court of owls. Um, but you know what? What really kills me about the situation was that, from what I heard, the script that was written for Ben, Deathstroke was supposed to be the villain. I would have been cool with that. And Deathstroke he, is amazing. He's like he's like the opposite version of Batman, but he's an assassin. But yeah. he's an um. A paid-for assassin. Yeah, paid-for assassin. And also, he had the same uh, issues as um, Bane. He was excommunicated from the League of Assassins. A lot of people didn't know that. But, yeah, he was a beast. He was actually the one to kill Ra's al Ghul in the comics. Yeah. He killed Ra's al Ghul in the comics. I mean, he's a he's a badass, man. Very much a badass. And, listen, shout-out to definitely that was uh, 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 would have been a good movie, but Ben didn't agree on the script, and that's where my man from Matt Reeves Reeves came from War of the Apes to become the director of the new movie. So it's it's very interesting, Doc, very interesting. I'm just excited for what they have have in their future with uh, Aquaman Mm -hmm. and Shazam. Shazam was good. Shazam looks pretty good. And they're shooting um, Wonder Woman 1984. You know what? I got a good question. What's up? Why is my man still alive, but he got blown up? We don't know move? how that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, remember, with, uh, with Wonder Woman, she's a god. Mm-hmm. So her, her villains are also gods. Mm-hmm. So there may be something with Hades, or there may be something with like whoever she's battling mm-hmm. that has Steve Trevor back from the grave. That that could be true. That could be true. Should be interesting. Should be I interesting. think um Patty Jenkins is a great director. She's gonna do something creative mm-hmm. with him coming back from the grave. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some foolishness. Yeah, I know you want to get into that. We got a few more minutes. Let's do it. Alright, so um not really foolishness, but uh Ray Shermer, um actually their house got uh broken into and uh four men with ski masks actually went ahead and robbed them. Um, with it, what are your thoughts on like home invasions? I know in Atlanta, they're pretty. That's a pretty popular thing to do. Well, it's definitely definitely happens in Atlanta because you got to remember there's woods in the back, so you can get away with running into the woods and the police can't catch you. But that's why Ti did that time that he did before because he was buying, uh, you know, assault rifles and uh silencers for guns and got caught with that because he wasn't he wasn't having it. He wasn't having it. It's a lot of home invasions in Atlanta. Atlanta's crazy. Lucky for me when I was there, nobody invaded my home, but my second job was Glock, so I wish they would. I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they would, Doc. Uh T Pink is caught in an airport with the with the gun. Uh-huh. He actually went ahead and explained uh why he um, had a loaded gun in his bag. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and play this for us a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. Basically, all the time in my house, I always got shit laying around because, you know, it's my house. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I got guns and, and jewelry and all kind of dumb shit laying around, just laying around in my house all the time because I don't really invite a lot of people in my house. But... This time, we were shooting some shit for Red Bull with Murder Beats, the Remix Lab, Remix Lab Live, and uh, I had all my shit laying around, guns, jewelry, and all that, my homeboy, and security Los. He picks my shit up, and because I got a bunch of strangers in my house now, so he makes sure ain't nothing gonna get taken, and ain't nobody, you know, taking pictures of just guns laying around in my house. So, he takes it, puts it in his bag, and that was a week and a change ago, and we just forgot the shit was in his bag. We went to the airport, and that's what happened. 
I didn't have a gun on me. It was I wasn't trying to sneak a gun, and we just fucking forgot it was in his bag. There was no charges. I had my permit on me. I got a license to carry, so there was nothing illegal happened. They gave me a two hundred dollar fine, and we out the goddamn building. They let us go within ten minutes, and we was out that bitch. So, so here's that's crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? It definitely is. Nah, you know that's one of the worst places to ever be caught with a gun. Of course, by you, far. You will be known as a terrorist. Terrorist. <laughs> heavy. Heavy. I don't. Um, I think there was an issue with Joel Santana um, being caught with a gun, and, and especially at um, what's the name of the airport in New York? Um, JFK. Not, not JFK. Laguardia. Laguardia. Yeah. And um, they, he's still on trial for that right now. Mm-hmm. Um. I know you're a rap guy. Mm-hmm. Eminem dropped a project. He needs to stop. I said M is washed. Mm-hmm. I loved Eminem until 2004. M needs to stop. <laughs> I've heard this album. He's really spazzing, but hip-hop is a lot different now than it is back in the early 2000s. Where, let's say, you say somebody's name over a track, they're going to come out with a diss record. People don't do that no more in rap. Uh, people are not going to dish you like that anymore unless you're Drake and you're just ultra sensitive because, you know, because you're ultra sensitive. But M is washed. And one more time, he needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been some jokes online that people are saying about Eminem. One guy says, uh, you, I, you drink entirely too much Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he's always hype. He's always hype. <laughs> Red Bull. He's doing something. He's just doing too much, man. I I, I like the project. I mm. think it's a good project. Uh, it's not amazing. It's not the best project I heard this year. Mm-hmm. That belongs to Travis Scott um, and Drake. Those are my favorite projects. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, there's like little stuff here and there. It comes with foolishness. Um, but... You know, you have anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Well, only thing I want to say is uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. my Eagles are going up against Atlanta. So let's let's finally make a prediction for the season. Who you got winning the Super Bowl and why? Who is that? Who this? Uh, um, some dancers. Okay. Um, who who do I have winning the Super Bowl this year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have Pittsburgh. Beating New England in the AFC title, mm-hmm. AFC title game, mm-hmm. and I had New York beating Philadelphia in the NFC title so game. You got Giants and Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh and Super Bowl. Yes, who's winning? I have Pittsburgh. On my show, I had the Rams and the Patriots. I would be reneging if I didn't say the Rams and the Patriots. But I, it's safe to say mm-hmm. that I'm not saying the Rams and the Patriots. <laughs> so I have uh, – I, I concur with you. I think Pittsburgh, this is the year Pittsburgh gets over the hump. And I also think that uh, the Giants will be there, but I think Philly will pull it out. I'm not sold yet on the Giants fully. Offensively, I think they're better than Philly, but defensively, I don't. I think we're going to get enough pressure on them in the title game to pull it out. And I have an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl. Ooh. And I have Philly losing. Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. That's not a bad pick. Um, I would say, when do you think Carson Wentz comes back? They said week three. I said he'll be back by week two. Will he be at the level he was before his injury? I think with all the weapons that they have, they'll be fine. 
um, I think that what people don't understand about Philly, what makes Philly so good is that they are stacked at each position on offense. Each position they're stacked that it makes it so easy. Do I think Carson Wentz is a top-tier quarterback? Yes, but do I think he's as high as Brady? No. Do I think he's as high as uh, a top-five quarterback? No. I got Carson maybe a top-10, Yeah. but, but I mean, he's a top-10 because – Peterson puts the right pieces around him, and that's why they'll be where they need to be. You look at the Giants after Shepard and OBJ, you really don't see their receivers being good, but collectively the wide receivers for Philly are all, all great, yeah, and they can, they can catch. And that's all you really care about is speed and catching, and that's what makes them so good. And then their running backs, they got they run by committee. They really uh, – uh, Jahi will never have to worry about running by himself. <laughs> that is facts, though. We're going to go ahead and end off the show. Go ahead and tell the people where they can go ahead and find you out again. Uh, that's Ace Lombardi on IG and Dexter's articles on Twitter. Appreciate you having me again. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, RJ Podcast on Twitter. Also, uh, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at also RJ Lifestyle. That's it. We out of here.